ye the Lord our Father we bless you and we thank you we bless you for this privilege again daddy of coming before your throne thank you for free access by the blood of Jesus Father we come with thanksgiving daddy we come with praise and we lift your name high Father God we bless your holy name O thou King of saints, we thank you tonight. Daddy, please speak to us. Open our hearts, open our hearing, open our understanding, and give us grace, not just to hear your word, but to do your word. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord, beloved. This is Brother Joshua again, here by the mercies of God. We have been speaking about <laughs> uh, the parable of the sower. Yeah, we've been we've been here for for a little bit, but it's as the Lord leads. It's his podcast, not mine. Hallelujah. His word is uh, is a river. It's a a well of living water that keeps on flowing. Well, last episode we we've been talking about the faithful, which is the sixtyfold return, and we spoke about. And have been speaking about for the last few episodes about ministers of God showing from the scriptures that the Lord requires us ministers to at least to be faithful. There's a 60-fold return, not the 30-fold, which is scarcely saved, which is on the borderline, but on but a 60-fold return of the good ground. And I'm going to pick up from, from where we stopped. Um, I have started to read Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1 to 22. It's a long read, but again, uh, where are we running to, guys? <laughs> Uh, what is the rush? Where, where, where are we going to go? We're going to go watch football or, or we're going to watch uh, soccer, basketball? or what, what, what are we going to do? Anyways, we started in Second Peter 2, verse 1. And we, verse 1 sp- speaks about, 
But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. It happened in the Old Testament. It's going to happen in the New Testament. And it's happening as we speak. And it says that we privily bring in damnable heresies. They will even deny the Lord that bought them. Mm-hmm. And we, we spoke about Titus 1.16 right there where the Bible says they profess that they know God but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient. So when when Second Peter one, I'm sorry, Second Peter chapter two verse one says the false prophets, as in the Old Testament, and the false teachers, as in now, deny the Lord. It's not just verbal denial. Yeah, we we understand that. You know, you say, well, the person left the faith. Well, they said. I'm not a Christian anymore. Uh, yeah, that's that's one aspect of it, but that's not all the aspect of it, because Titus one sixteen says, "We deny God in works when we are abominable, when we are disobedient uh, to His word." Uh, Brother Josh, what what is that? Uh, abominable. What 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 you talking about? But abominable means something that's repugnant, uh, something that's loathsome, repugnantly hateful. Uh, the dictionary says loathsome, and some translations say it's detestable. Mm-hmm. They profess Titus one sixteen that they know God, but in works they deny Him being abominable. Some of these teachers, they do things that the unbeliever would not do. They are disobedient. Titus 1.16. Disobedient to what? To the word of God. But let's read on. Let's read on. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1. We just read. Now verse 2 says, And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Beloved, this is bad. The minister of God is supposed to be faithful, but the word of God is talking here about ministers that their lives deny the Lord. They may not tell you they are not Christian anymore, but their lives deny the Lord. Jesus said, the Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. By their fruits. So Titus 1.16 says, but in their works they deny the Lord. And Second Peter 2, 2, we just read, says, and many shall follow their pernicious ways. Many people are going to be led astray. Many people are going to follow these false teachers and be led astray. And because of these people, 
because of these unfaithful ministers, because of the people they are leading to damnation. The Bible says the way of truth. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I remember, said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the Bible is saying in Second Peter 2, 2, because of these unfaithful ministers and the volume of people that they are leading to their evil ways, because of that, the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. That reminds me of 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 13 and 14. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 13 and 14. You remember David and Bathsheba? Yep. Uh, when he arranged for her husband to be killed in, the, in, in battle and, and then took his wife. 2 Samuel 12, 13 to 14 says, And David said to Nathan, this is after Nathan has con- had confronted him, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also has put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. David owned up real quick. That's a good thing about David. But look at what uh, the prophet Nathan said in verse 14. How be it? Because of this deed, thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. The child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. Nathan is saying, David, here's what happened when you sinned. You took his wife, killed him, then officially took his wife. What that did, David, was that you gave an occasion, a platform, a reason for the Lord's enemies to blaspheme the Lord because you are called of the Lord. So, beloved, when we that are called of the Lord, David, a man after God's own heart, oh, yes, you servant of God, you man of God, you woman of God, you that are called of the Lord, when, beloved, we sin, beloved, we give occasion, great occasion for the enemies of our Lord Jesus, for the enemies of our Father to blaspheme him. Ah. Let me go on. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 3. We are speaking about ministers of God being required to be faithful. Second Peter chapter 2, continuing verse 3. And true covetousness shall they, talking about these false teachers that many people are following. Verse 2 says, many shall follow them. They shall follow them on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and Many shall follow them on TV. Many shall flock and follow them to their church. Mm-hmm. They shall follow their pernicious ways, their evil ways, their licentious ways. 
Yes, they, 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 they will follow them because their ways are dripping with, with, with poison, sweet poison, if that makes sense, beloved. Their ways are immoral ways. Their uh, ways are their ways of of destruction. Their ways are ways of ruin. But they're 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 pleasant because they are like rat poison covered with candy. Mm-hmm. You know that's what sin is, right? It's it's like poison coated with candy, and they're dishing out, and many are following those ways. Second Peter two verse two, and verse three. Second Peter two three says, and true covetousness they with feigned words make merchandise of you. Oh help me, Jesus! Was this Bible written long ago, or it was written now? Oh, wow. Through covetousness, they shall with feigned words, fake words, false words, deceitful words, make merchandise of you. These are not faithful ministers. Through vain, feigned words. These are artificial words. These are words that are conjured up. To do what? Make merchandise of you. So that you, uh-huh, you, you, yes, you, you, you will bankroll their lifestyles. They are, they are making merchandise of you. They are selling you. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. They are making business out of you. They are exploiting you for their own greed with deceitful words, with false words. They are selling you every day. Do I hear 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, Do I hear 2,005, 2,005, 2,005, going once, going twice? Do I hear 2,007, 2,007? Do I hear, do I hear, oh, 2,009, 2,009, 9, and 9, and 9, 3,000, 3,000 going once, 3,000 going twice, 3,000 sold to the man in the blue hat. God bless you, brother. Seriously, beloved, seriously, in the house of God, true covetousness is shall with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumbereth not. Beloved, you look at YouTube and you see so-called ministers showing us so-called miracles produced by video editing software. Are you serious? And they're going to sell it to you. And some of you are going to buy them. Facebook, it doesn't matter. Pick your social media platform. They are making merchandise of you. Beloved, these are not faithful ministers. 
It is required of stewards that they must be faithful, beloved. But the word of God is sure, Second Peter 2, 3. And through covetousness, they shall they with fain words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now for a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. It's coming. Their judgment is coming. As many as do not repent. Verse 4. For if God spared not the angels that sinned not, but cast them down to hell and delivered them unto chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing into the world, bringing in, in the flood upon the world of the ungodly and turned and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Once saved, always saved. Okay. It says Sodom and Gomorrah is an example for you if you choose to live ungodly. You can believe godly, but if you live ungodly, your living ungodly kills your believing godly. You get it. You get it. Verse 7, And deliver just Lord vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them in sin and hearing vex his righteous soul from day to day with the unlawful deeds. Verse 9, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Mm -hmm. I, I want us to look at this for a little bit. Second Peter I just read chapter 2 verse 4 and verse 6, I'm sorry, verse, verse 4 and verse 9. I want us to pay attention to verse 4 and verse 9. Verse 4 says, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. He's talking about angels that sinned now. He said the angels that sinned, he cast them into hell and in the place in hell where they are, they are in chains of darkness. Yes, I know we talk about hell fire and when you talk about fire, you think about light. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the place in hell, where God kept the angels that sinned, they are in chains of darkness. But look at verse nine. I want, oh, verse still on verse four. I want us to see that word there, reserved unto judgment. Now look at verse nine. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to, that word again, 
reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. The scriptures here uses the word reserve in both instances. What is a reservation? Well, when you when you keep something away, you're reserving it. When when you go stash something somewhere, ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna eat that later, or I'm going to uh, wear that later. You know, I'm going to get that later. You know, I'm gonna eat these biscuits later. Let me go put them in the fridge or somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna eat this apple later. You know, I'm I've reserved it. I've kept it aside. Now, a reservation can be temporary or a reservation can be permanent. Uh let's let's look at an example here. Um when you when you reserve some food in the in your in your in your deep freezer well it's not it's not a permanent thing you're reserving it there so whenever you want to eat you can go defrost it and eat that's a reservation you're keeping something frozen you're detaining it as it were in that state for example nebuchadnezzar in daniel chapter 4 when the Bible says that he was made insane. He was made mad for seven years. Now, that is a reservation that is temporary. Thank you, Lord. For example, somebody does some crime and you say they have to do the time. Well, you're here by sentence to two years in jail. That's a temporary reservation because after two years, they're going to come out. On the other hand, a criminal does some crime and the sentence comes down and says, listen, you're here by sentence to life. You're here by sentence to two life sentences. Well, that's a permanent reservation. So there's a difference. So Nebuchadnezzar was reserved to insanity for seven years. That was his punishment. He was reserved to insanity for seven years. So he had to do some jail time, as it were, in the prison of insanity for seven years. After that, God let him out. But beloved, I want us to note that in Second Peter chapter 2 that we just read, verse 9, the Bible says these ministers, these false teachers, these unfaithful ministers, what is he going to do? Verse 9, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve, and to reserve. Let me say that a third time. And to reserve the unjust unto 
the day of judgment to be punished. Beloved, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. He reserves them, the unjust, unto the day of judgment when they'll be punished. From now until then, they can't get out of it. They can't change their mind. He has given them over to a reprobate mind. Go read the book of Romans. I believe it's chapter 1 or chapter 2. They can't get out of it. Oh Lord, have mercy on me. Jesus warned us and said, let me tell you who you should be afraid of. Be afraid of him that not only can he kill you, but after he has killed, he can cast in hell. He was talking about his father. He said, that's who you should be afraid of. Ah. Luke chapter 12, verse 5. Jesus said, But I will forewarn you whom you shall fear. Fear him, which after he has killed has power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. If Jesus tells you to fear somebody and Jesus is the faithful and true witness, beloved, uh, you need to listen to what he says. The Bible is saying here, the Lord will reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Who are these unjust? We just read about them in 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 8. Verse 1 tells us who they are. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. He's talking about fake, unfaithful ministers. They are not faithful through the word of God. They are false teachers. They are teaching you heresies. They are denying the Lord that bought them. In their lifestyle, they deny him. They lead many to follow their evil ways. So they have clout. They have popularity. They have things that they have. There are words that they say. They have a lifestyle about them that leads many to follow them. Mm-hmm. And they make merchandise of God's children, verse 3. They are covetous ways. But verse 4 says, If God did not spare the angels that sinned, but reserved them to judgment, it says, This same people is going to reserve them to the day of judgment to be punished. Verse 10, 2 Peter 2.10, 2, uh, it says, But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presum presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. 
verse 10 we just read, it says, But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the loss of uncleanness. Hmm. Verse 11. Whereas angels, which are greater in power, might bring not really accusations against them before the Lord, but these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. And they shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. What is he saying? These people now do their stuff for everybody to see. They don't hide it. They don't do it at night. They don't, they don't make it a secret. They do their evil, film their evil, and publicize their own evil for the world wide web to see, for everybody to see. They count it pleasure, verse 13 says, to riot in the daytime, not at night, in the daytime. What does that mean? In the open. Mm. Spots they are and blemishes, the Bible says. Spots they are and blemishes, spotting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast on you. Mm-hmm. He says further, he says, having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin. Oh, help me, Jesus. They can't stop sinning. So guess what they're going to be preaching to you? Let me read that again, verse 14. Having eyes full of adultery. Don't forget now, verse uh, 10 says, they walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness. They are the chief of that. Verse 14 says, their eyes are full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin. They can't stop sinning. Now, if they cannot stop sinning, what are they going to be preaching to you? They are going to be telling you that you cannot stop sinning either. Because we're all flesh. We're all sinners. Bless his name. Are you serious? And they tell you that and you rejoice in church and you say, yes. No, no, beloved. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Not all are sinning and keep coming short of the glory of God. The devil is a liar. Titus chapter 2, I believe it's verse 11 and 12, says the grace of God that brought salvation also teaches us to deny ungodliness. We can live righteously, godly in this world, not in heaven. That's a given. So 
these people, these ministers that have eyes full of adultery that cannot stop sinning, they will teach you that you cannot stop sinning. That's sinning. That's contrary to the counsel of God. And the Bible says, still reading verse 14, beguiling unstable souls. What does that mean? They are deceiving unstable souls. They are deceiving you that refuse to read your word. They are deceiving you that refuse to believe your word. They are deceiving you that you are refusing to grow as God has purpose for you and I to grow. You want to wear diapers all your life. You want to be an infant all your life. You want to say ga go go ga all your life. Drink milk all your life. Are you serious? Verse 14 again. Having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin. Beguiling, deceiving, tricking unstable souls and heart. They have exercised with covetous practices. Cursed children. Mm -hmm. Beloved, we can claim all day long, I'm a child of God. Uh, God cannot disown me. I'll always be his child. Okay. But God has different kinds of children. He has obedient children. It's in the Bible. He has disobedient children. It's in the Bible. Right here we just read he has cursed children. It's in the Bible. He has children of wrath. It's in the Bible. He has dear children. It's in the Bible. What kind of child of God are you? Ah, Beloved, I need to stop here today. Think on these things, beloved. And may the Lord God give you wisdom. Until next time, the Lord bless you, beloved. In Jesus' name, amen. All the glory.